Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Small and warm and weak and lovely the geek from laugh it up fuzzballs tossing and blue <laughs> is here he's reading infinity gauntlet so good ole hola <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna leave this in <laughs> hola hola hey hey hi everybody hello Dolly, yes, hello. What? What? Dolly, it's so nice to see you right where you belong. My goodness. No? Yes. Now I feel like I have oh, to I, leave it I in. Oh, I finally saw uh, that movie that you wanted me to <laughs> the, see. The movie? Yeah. The one with... Uh, Gestapo Gaslight? With the huge jacked man. Oh. Wait. wait. Logan? Oh, uh... <laughs> Good showman. Yeah, that yeah. one. Did you like it? I did. I did. Was I saw it? it with my girlfriend. It was, was amazing. Was it the greatest show? It was. It was the great show. Girlfriend? Did, have we said on the podcast that you have a girlfriend? Oh, uh, no. Sorry, ladies. Blue is taken. <laughs> yes, I am. But uh, yeah, it was great. It was Geeky, great. no, it was the Phantom Stranger. Yeah, it was. It was the Phantom Stranger. Oh, they might have put two and two together. Probably. Or figured out that the Phantom Stranger was somebody. They knew it wasn't Heather because I name drop her all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could finish it. Are we just keeping this in here? Yes. Okay. Of uh, did you, didn't you need to like whip through the last few pages of that? No, I'm good. No, you're good? Yeah, I remember. You feel good now? Yeah. Okay. I remember everything. And if hey, I need any other welcome. thing, welcome. Level 135. 135 official episodes of Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. Actually, well, I guess the, the show is Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Whenever there's yeah. a guest, it's Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. And I'm Balls. not going to do the work to see how many like solos of versus course. guests there were. Because I'd be lazy. <laughs> lazy. But yeah. Hey, welcome, friends. Uh, this is just uh, a, a, a show without any true... like. Uh, 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 guidance or descriptions yeah. other than like Blue coming over before I have to work <laughs> to uh to record so that I have stuff to put up. Yeah. Mm. Which means episode coming up on a Saturday yeah. or maybe on a Sunday depending on the work. <laughs> but yeah. Hey. Hey. Welcome. Hi. How's your geeky life? Oh, it's going great actually. Yeah. yeah things are going, looking up. Are you That's doing all the drawing? Uh, yes, actually, I've been drawing a lot more lately. Good. Yeah. Good? Yeah. Uh, anything special and geeky you've drawn? Uh, yes. It's all been D&D related. Oh. Uh, I have a, a drawing for you that should be finished very soon. Is it the Sean? Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Good. It is the Sean. Yeah. It is I'm, the Sean. I'm... Is there anything else that you wanted with it? Uh, no. Just that. The, the, the symbol and then the thing, the person writing it. And then, okay. yeah. Yeah. Wait. I drew him on a cloud... With what? the earphones. Oh, the Sean Talks Pipe. Yeah. Evan or whatever? Yeah, That's and not it's Bobby. Oh, I know. It's supposed to be that uh, that drawing, the ugly drawing of the shark with Bobby Hill writing it. 
Oh, that one. That one. Oh, I drew the other one. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. You still got work to do. Yeah, I still got work to do then. Oh, well then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and lately I've been itching so hard to go down this left arm with yeah. the tattoo. It's like hardcore, mm. hardcore itching. I think I just want to do my yungle. Like, do it. And be yeah. like, whatever. Oh, I made a decision. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just my gosh. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta think about it. Mm. But I want to do it so bad, so bad. All my young old crews, mm. yeah, because I like that attraction. It of course, it's I amazing. Do. It is a very good attraction. Mm. Uh, so hey, we're just gonna like talk about. There's some news things we can't talk about. We're but we're not beholden to any. Yeah, other. of course, we're not. Is there anything special in your geek world you wanted to talk about? Other than the Captain Marvel, which we're going to save that to movie. the end, okay, yeah, good. because we're going to do full spoilers. But that way, people could listen to an episode worth of content and then leave if they want to, Smart. or they could stay for the spoilers. Because I always don't like it where they put it in the middle. I'm like, yeah, you yeah. can skip forward, but it's like, uh, okay, yeah, we'll save it for the end. Then. And even at the very beginning, it seems like the wrong place for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because once you have somebody skipping, like, what's to keep them from continuing to skip? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well uh, then, uh, what about the uh, uh, what did you think of the new trailers? Uh, we have we could talk that now, or we could go through like the list that we sort of created. Yeah, let's go to through keep the list. Sort of on track. I let's guess. Let's go with it. All right. So, are you excited for the upcoming Shazam movie? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good reviews for people who've seen it. I actually got this thing through Fandango where I could have gone to see it on April twenty third. What? No, April March twenty third. Uh, two weeks early. That would have been great. But I have to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't do it. Dang. Their show times are four and seven. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do the Fandango? I don't. If you did, you usually have Saturdays off. You probably yeah. could have gone to see it two weeks early. Who? Yeah. That would have yeah. been great. I don't know if I still have the email or if I could transfer my things to you. I wonder. I don't know That'd how that awesome. works. I would go. Yeah. But they have a two-week early thing. Geeky review. And they're estimated like they're saying it's going to have like a forty million dollar plus opening, which doesn't sound like a big opening. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, I, I guess they're excited by that. Yeah. But uh, everybody okay. says it's great and amazing. Yeah. So I, I mean, from the trailers, it looks awesome. It does. Yeah. It does. I uh, I think I, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the yeah. kid exploring his powers and stuff is going to make me happy. Yeah, it should be fun. What other DC news? Oh, like apparently the Batfleck. Mm-hmm. Or he's not Batfleck anymore. He's just Ben Affleck again. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be the Batman no more. But he's doing an interview with the Lad Bible who's promoting uh, Final Frontier, which mm-hmm. is actually a movie that just came out on Netflix. And you can watch. It's got Charlie Hunnam and, and, and Ben Fleck and uh, some other dude in it. And it's all about like special ops guys doing some thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's... it's uh. But I, I got it up right here. Let's see. Ben, oh, Oscar Isaac. That's why I was interested oh, in it. So okay. it's got ben, ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, and Charlie Hunnam. They steal a drug lord's fortune, unleashing a chain of unintended consequences. Of course, as usually And happens. you can watch that full free mm-hmm. on, uh, on, on the Netflix. Uh, Netflix if you do the Netflix. But uh, apparently, it uh, he was saying that... You know, it'd be weird to go in and do another character, but he could—he imagine himself. He could imagine himself doing it if they'd have him, and if it was something he was passionate about. And then cool. he goes on to talk about how he couldn't crack the Batman script, yeah, with Jeff Johns, which is weird. No, it is weird. Uh, so, yeah, Jeff so, Johns is such an amazing writer. Like, I don't understand why he's not. I think he just didn't want to act the way that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just too much. Like he didn't didn't he knew it'd be a lot, but he didn't realize how much. And then he yeah. was like. Enough. 
Like, I want to go back to my, my Ben Affleck life. Yeah. I don't want to be Batfleck no more. <laughs> and, I mean, really, like, the only person who has done Batman, like, for more than two movies is uh, the guy that yells at people, the British guy. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale. Yep. He did it did it thrice. Yep. And other than that, like, what? So, uh, Adam, Adam West did a lot of Batman yeah. with the show. And then, uh, of course, all the voice talent have done yeah. Batman a bunch. But, yeah. I guess, uh... That heavy lies the cowl Indeed On the face of the actor doing it So Yeah we'll see what Matt Reeves New Batman flick is like mm-hmm. Batman noir yeah. yeah Should be interesting But yeah So if you're a big fan of the Ben Affleck Man uh, Don't give up hopes of him being involved in DC In some way shape or form Yep But uh, also don't string your hopes too high Yeah Yeah also, just Just see if there's imagine. more news Yeah it sort of feels like a slow news week, so there's like stuff that I'm like, yeah, it's sort of a slow news week. We watched that uh, first look at Gotham's Bane. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it looked all right. Yeah, yeah. It all right. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't look terrible. He had the voice. He had the voice. Yeah. Oh, no one cared about me before I wore the the mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's if Yoda was Bane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, break your back, Batman! I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yoda's Bane. That's yeah. my vote. I just want to see a Yoda backstory. I do. I no. I like the mystery. I like him. No though. Yoda backstory. Okay. Why do you want to see a Yoda backstory? Because because he's why? Old. <laughs> because he's old. He's nine hundred. Dude was old. Yeah. I like old people. Yeah. When nine hundred years old, you are look as good. You will not. No. Yeah. But what? I don't. I think that's the whole point. Like the. The mystery of of the not knowing the backstory. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I just saw an image of him with like dreads, and I was like, I've seen the it. image. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I, they even came dangerously close with Yaddle in episode one. Yeah, like, is that a female Yoda? Yeah, like yeah. Well, my thing is, is that I love lore, and I love like it doesn't matter what the media is, you know, like the video game book comic but whatever as long as it has a good story and a good lore to it like i'm down i'm ready and i'm in so you want lore over wars yeah yeah definitely you, star lore mm-hmm. not star wars exactly i like the wars yeah <laughs> bash boom bang biggity bam bam badiggity <laughs> yeah i i don't know i like the mystery of yoda okay i mean if they were gonna do it it would have to be so astonishingly good yeah. And therein lies the rub. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think there's, and I, I, I don't know, I think that was just one of those big mysteries of Star Wars that okay. they intended to keep. Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah. Just like, just like Snoke. Yeah, because like Boba Fett, we didn't yeah. know if we'd ever find out. And then you did. Did you like it? Oh, I did, actually. Yeah, I, did I like, yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> so it's. Yeah. So it was okay, but some people hated it. Yeah. And I guess since we're talking Star Wars, <laughs> this was like the weirdest news, so I talked about it. Matt Smith in episode nine. Mm-hmm. But apparently Matt Smith like said in an interview that he was never in episode nine. Like, wow. I'm pretty sure I would know if I was in that movie, and I'm not. <laughs> and I just, it made me wonder, like, you know, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not... You know, if I if I say a news story, I definitely cold it from the interwebs. You know, yeah. I'm not guaranteeing the authenticity of it. And there's been stuff where, you know, I've reported one thing and then like a week or two later, I'm like, well, that was wrong. But this <laughs> one, I was just like, 
Wow. Like, literally, if you type in Matt Smith Episode 9, the very first thing that pops up is Star Wars Episode 9 cast Matt Smith in key role from Variety, August 2018. Yeah. And then there's this other article from Dork Side of the Force, mm-hmm. who is a site that every once in a while I, I pop in and look on stuff, but uh, he's not. He shocked everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. We learned that he was in it, and... Uh, he was doing an interview with uh, Variety, mm-hmm. and that uh, he's not in it. I'm not in the movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, and I, I don't think this is misdirection, because no. if he actually was, people would be like, Matt Smith, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, of weird. Course. Yeah, so, I mean. Uh, all of you wondering if he was going to be Palpatine, or a Knight of Ren, or whatever. Yeah. He's not going to be none of those, because oh he ain't gosh. in the movie. Well, just like that movie that they always said that Sinbad was in, like, Kazam or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it like, never existed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Oscar Isaac, he continues to talk about episode nine. Of course, they wrap filming. And he says it's definitely the end of the Skywalker saga. Nice. So, okay. That makes sense. So, yep. this will just wrap everything up until they decide that they want to tell more. <laughs> they yeah. do. Episodes 10 to 12, you know, 10 years from now when all the actors are a little older. I want to see them do stuff from before the times. Oh, yeah. I want to see some... Some Some KOTOR. KOTOR. Knights of the Old Republic. Or like early Jedi Order stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd love... I'd love to see... If you're going to go back in time, go back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't go back to 1955 and almost screw your mom. Like, <laughs> go, go back in time yeah. and, like, almost screw your great, 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 grandmother. Yeah, because then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad, but yeah. So, end of the Skywalker saga. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. hopefully uh, it's really good. You know, J.J. Abrams... Not somebody known for finishing. No. It's not even really somebody known for trying to finish. He sets True. up universes, rebuilds franchises, mm-hmm. and then goes on to do his other thing. But this is his chance to be like, look at me, Ma. Yeah. I'm a closer. <laughs> I'm a closer. I did it. Me. Judge Abrams. Judge. Closer. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't a judge joke. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm a judge closer. Yeah. So that'd be fun. Uh, like, so I guess this isn't me talking TV, but I did watch part one of the, uh, finale for Star Wars Resistance. Okay. And all I will say is they finally tie in with, uh, some stuff from The Force Awakens. Really? Yeah. Nice. Like in a, uh, big devastating blow of the First Order. Oh my. And, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It is good. They, uh, they finally did pull BB-8 off the show. Because they're like, he's got to be a Poe at some point. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they do. Now, like, that world is officially in the same timeline as Star Wars Resistance. No ifs, ands, or buts. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, wow. The show finally went dark. Yep. Yeah, and it was good. It was really good. I'll talk more about it, I guess, when I when I have another chance to catch up on TV, which is not today. So far, I've, like, I'm caught up on Supergirl from last week when I did the, the catch-up episode. Mm-hmm. I watched three episodes of The Simpsons, which were really good. Nice. Man, they were all so good. I was like, geez. It's been a while since I just was like, nice. Those are enjoyable. And The Simpsons is that show, like, I watch it once, don't write anything down, and then I watch it again and write things down, because I love it that much. Uh, And then, what else did I watch that 22 minute of uh, Star Wars Resistance? That's it. Haven't had a chance to catch up with anything else. Wow. School. 
skewel. Uh, but let's see. Oh, did you see the full Aladdin trailer? I did. What'd you think? It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Like, it, they improved. They did. Yeah, they improved a they lot did. from Although, that first one. Holy wow. Every time they showed the genie, it was like, Pat, what do you need? Pat, what do you need? Pat, what do you need? It never was like a full, like, look at me yeah. in all my CGI glory. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, it looked good, and they, they threw in a couple songs, you know, like Will Smith's yeah. rap version of Friend Like Me, Yeah, and uh, A Whole New World. Mm-hmm. The yeah. big, the giant Iago was kind of like, oh, that was weird. Giant Iago, I don't know if I remember that. that. was at the end of the trailer, yeah. He's, okay. he's rushing away on carpet, he turns a corner, and then you see a giant bird, and if you look at when once the wings hit the light, it's all colorful. It's Iago. It's definitely Iago. Oh wow! I guess I don't know that I'm gonna watch it again to see yeah. that. But okay. But and then Alan Tudyk reported as being the voice of Iago. Yeah, that came from uh, that came from Chen on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I think uh, the one the one time I'm willing to listen to Gilbert Godfrey's voice like over and over is when he's voicing Iago. So or or reading. Fifty Shades of Grey. What? <laughs> he did a reading of Fifty Shades of Grey. I was unaware of this. So hilarious. Uh, okay. So funny. Gilbert Gottfried, you mean? Yes. Oh wow. So hilarious. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy indeed. He he literally says this is great and erotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, smiles directly into the camera. That's funny. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, since we're talking trailers, I guess we can segue over into Marvel and talk about some uh, Avengers Endgame trailer. Yeah. I don't know. That's more like Scuttle singing the aerial, but what'd you think? Endgame trailer. Dude, it's heavy. Hey, mister, it's not heavy. It is not light anymore. Great Scott, what's wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? Why is everything so heavy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's my second Back to the Future reference in one episode. Wow. It's a strong one, though. Yeah. With so many things that have happened so far, and so many, like, uh, there were were a lot of things inside inside of that trailer that made me wonder, like, Ooh, is this person going to be there? Is this person going to be there? Like, and there are rumors actually right now rolling around that the Black Knight might have an appearance. Yeah. And uh, that would be sick. Yeah, I think I heard that from Purple Man, actually. Yeah. He's the one that asked me about it at at, uh, the mutual place where Mm -hmm. we work. Uh Yeah, I mean, we we rewatched it right before this recording, and... uh, yeah, there were there, you know, there's there's lots of stuff. I'm like, Danny's gonna be so mad because we're gonna <laughs> spoil the trailer. And Dan- Machete don't do trailers. Nope, That's what Machete don't, don't do. <laughs> uh, Danny, not even really? listening. You already skipped. <laughs> we're talking about you. I hope your ears are red right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a it's a really good trailer. I think I love that it it gets you excited it and does. it shows you absolutely nothing. Yep. Yeah, you have no idea no. what the movie is about, other than like a couple teases where you're like, it might be this, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, they're going after him, maybe kind of. I think, I guess those, they have to. Those new suits did make me think of stuff in Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah. you know. But I, I don't know, no, yep. as it doesn't say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, uh, I think it looks good. Ant Man was definitely there. That's nice. He was. 
Yep. Yeah, Ant Man and uh, Hawkeye and He's involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, Captain Marvel. She's involved. I think uh, there's a there's a scene in there with Hawkeye and uh, the the other person with the archery that mm-hmm. I'm like I think that 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 scene's gonna end sad and dusty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might. <laughs> so, oh uh, gosh, yeah, that's like the opener to yeah. to kick you in the junk right when you start. Yep. Yeah, to remind you. No, uh, hey, don't forget, everybody lost something. I don't think we're done with the dusting. Yeah. I think like you know the movie ends with the dusting. And I think uh, the, the, the movie dusting, yeah. opens with the dusting. I wouldn't be surprised. Like it would be, it would be strong, a strong move on their part. I think, especially because Hawkeye's sporting that weird new haircut of his, so he needs a reason for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like half of his hair got dusted. Yeah. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but only on the sides, not on the only top. Only on the sides. Yeah. That half. Yeah. <laughs> That's why <laughs> half of my hair was dusted, and then I was left here. With a Thanos laugh. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I was talking to somebody. I really, like, my idea of the perf- perfect perfection end of this uh, entire thing. It ends like this. Thanos, ultimately triumphant. He's good. He's got the gauntlet. He's got that mad cosmic gleam in his eyes. And then all of a sudden, blackness. And you see a Thanos form on the ground and Stormbreaker is sticking out of his head and Thor looks at the camera and says, thanks for the advice. Credits! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Like, Thor holding the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. Credits. Credits. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then he, he smooches Carol Danvers. <laughs> And then they have beautiful blonde babies. Yeah, they would. With the power cosmic guardian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 There we go. There we go. That's my movie. I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want to see? I want to see Ant-Man turn into a tiny little thing, go into Thanos and blow him up. Just like grow out of his body. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. How sad would it be though if like Ant-Man like... Went into Thanos' ear canal and like pushes the button and goes big. And next thing you see is just like pink and red ooze coming out of Thanos' ear. And he just wipes it away and yeah. smiles. Oh my gosh, that'd be ridiculous. Like, yeah, like Thanos is so strong. Yeah. That, that uh, that, yeah, he can't do it. Yep. Oh, sad face. That would be sad. <laughs> do you also want, pretty cool. Do you want to imperil him like that? I do. Actually, you do. I want to see it happen. Okay, I want yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. yeah, I want to. I want to see what's going on with uh, Clint Barton. Yep. Maybe finally justice for Clint. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe finally justice for Clint. Maybe he's the one that gets the final shot off. Yeah. Maybe half of the movie is just uh, Black Widow dyeing her hair different colors. Maybe it also looks like that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was nice with the clips of the the previous movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. It was cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. with the end game. And speaking, did you see the poster? I did. Did you like the poster? I did. I, I did as well. Did you hear all the drama about the poster? No, which one? You didn't hear the drama about the Endgame poster? No. So uh, they released the Endgame poster mm-hmm. and all of the stars' names on the top of it. Mm. Lots of stars' names. Little small stars' names. Except for Denai Guerrera. Oh. Some person put it out. And I don't think it was intentional racism mm-hmm. or whatever. 
But uh, she was the only hero featured on the poster to not have their name at the top of the wow. poster. And uh, some individuals on the interwebs went a little wild. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I didn't notice that when I first saw the poster. I did see the original poster. All I wondered was, why is Tony's head so big? <laughs> and then I, I was like, oh, wait. I get it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, it uh his head is abnormally big on uh on the poster. Yep. It's uh like at first I thought that the the poster was all about Cap, right? Yeah. Cuz he's front and center. He looks so cool on the poster. I'm going to I'm going to pull it up just so we can actually like look at it and have an look opinion, right? At it. But uh Cap's it's like beautiful. He's there. He's looking up at the world. He's like, look at me. Yeah, he's like, I... Well, he's glorious. He is glorious. Oh, wait, that's not it. Come on, you can fight. Oh, here we go. That's there right. it is. Cap's looking amazing, mm-hmm. and Rocket's like peeking around him, and like Clint Barton's like shooting at the stars, mm-hmm. and then Nebula's like do shooting something, and Scarlet Witch has like... Sword thingies and and Warpath. No, not Warpath. Right? Uh, Rhodey? Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch isn't in there. No. No, Rhodey's in there yeah. with the repulsor beam. Ant-Man. I don't even know what Ant-Man's doing. Oh, he's holding a gun of some sort. He's got some sort of rifle thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got Bruce Banner just looking pensive. Yep. And then Captain Marvel in all her beautifulness mm-hmm. with her hair flowing. And Denai looks like she's contemplated something ready to kick yep. some ass. And Thor looking all side eye the other way. Like Cap's got the right side covered, so Thor's got the left side of the poster yeah. covered. And then Tony's big old head. Yep. Look at his big old big head. Big old head. Like people are in different sizes here. Yeah. And literally his head's so big you don't get to see any other part of him other no. than like his popped collar of his jacket. Exactly. Only person with a bigger head on this poster than Tony is Thanos in the top right. Exactly. Of it. Yeah. Top left. Oh well, yeah, top, top left, left as we look at yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, if I was in the poster, it'd of be course, the top yeah. right. And I am in the poster. There's a little bit of ash down by Rocket. Yeah. That's me and Spider-Man. That's you and Spider-Man. Yeah, not a lot of people realize that. Like that little <laughs> bit of ash is me and Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm in the poster. It's me. Yeah. I got dusted. Of course. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. It but made I, me cry. But I persevere. Yeah. That's but game happened, and here I am. A successful, <laughs> world-famous podcaster. Yay! World-famous for being world-famous. Yep. I am. So yeah, why is his head so big? I don't know. Oh wait, I get it. Yeah, yeah, because he's Tony and he has a big head. Tony, he's got a big head. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It was, it was a good poster. Yeah, it tells us nothing, but it's a good poster. Yeah, Cap's gonna die. Think so? Yeah, yeah. They did a they did a good job of. Thank you for not including any of the dusted ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't need to be on there. Yep. So what else? Oh. Coolest news of the week. Disney reinstates James Gunn for Guardians of yes! the Galaxy Volume 3. I saw that. Oh my gosh. Really happy. Thank you. Yep. Smart I, move. What do you think happened? I, I think they finally like went through a bunch of different directors and said, this is all garbage. And the rest of the cast was like, we're not going to do it. I, I, I tend to think that... Uh, they went through a list of directors, and a bunch of people either A, 
didn't want the pressure of working for Disney and not being able to speak their mind anymore. Mm-hmm. Or B, were friends of James Gunn and didn't want to like piss on him yeah. by like doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think maybe they're just yeah. It was like either you stick with James Gunn or you're. It's not going to be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure on their part. You know, it is. It's I like also... he made them the money from the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, they have an attraction for it now. Like, yeah. right. And he, like, directed original scenes for that attraction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like what I said on Laughing at Fuzzballs. The Disney saw a gun with the new chick. Yep. And they rethought their relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe we should see other people. And, like, he was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, started seeing the other popular girl in school. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like, like this. this. At all. Yep. So, yeah. That's funny. So they called him again. Yep. Text him. They sent him a boob pic. Yeah. Yeah, not that that's the only way you can get a guy. Of course, but it is effective. <laughs> but it is effective. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it does say something. It works. It, it does say something. So that's really good news. And a lot of people are talking about how that means redemption, redemption for the gun. Yeah. You know, the way of the gun. Like, yes, it does suck that he 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 said some really bad things. And I've I've seen some people really upset. Like, you know, he was talking about like homophilia or homophobia stuff and how that's or pedophilia like really not cool things but i think he's been really clear that those are like decades old comments yeah i would imagine he is regretful for for what he said yeah you know and i think uh i think it is a good thing to give some especially when it's words and not deeds exactly like words are important yeah they're definitely important but deeds are more Uh uh-huh absolutely i fully agree so like and especially because Disney has done so, like, they have done deeds that were not, you know, the best. And they have, you know, different things that are out there, too. If they can forgive somebody else, they can forgive themselves. And then we can all move on and get on with our lives and have something great again. Like, you know. Like, we know in Dumbo you had a character named Jim Crow. Exactly. We forgive you for it, Disney. Yeah, it's fine, you know. Because you replaced it with Danny DeVito. Nice inclusion. Yeah, we know you made Song of the South. Mm-hmm. With Uncle Remus. Yeah. And then made a theme park ride about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We forgive you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. I think that's really great. Yeah. Especially because apparently James Gunn is poaching uh, Batista over to Suicide Squad. Yes. To play Peacemaker. Yep. So, like, like oh, no. We're losing all our talent, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh... And, like, the Marvel TV Cloak and Dagger Season 2 starts soon, April 4th. Uh, I still gotta get caught up on Season 1! <laughs> well, well, second season starting mm-hmm. on, uh, ooh, what is, uh, what is the thing that, that, uh, it was on? Freeform. Free, freeform. Free, yeah. reform. <laughs> Just freeform. <laughs> <laughs> Not free reform. That's what happened for James Gunn. Oh. Yeah, he got free reform. <laughs> um, what else? In the... TV department, Clark Gregg apparently was in an interview and said that season seven, which is not the season that's coming, but the season after that, okay, last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Wow. But seven seasons is a lot of a show. I mean, it is. Yeah. No, they can't all be 30 season Simpsons. <laughs> that's true. And that's, especially because the Simpsons doesn't have like a running through line. Wow. It does, but it doesn't. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Like, it's episodic. Yeah. Whereas, like, all of these other shows about superheroes, like, have a through line. Exactly. 
And, and because, you know, the Simpsons, they, they, they don't have the through line. Have they even aged at this point yet? Not even. No. no. Right? It's still same year. Same, yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Because it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. We, we both got caught eating slices of pizza at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. We're so incredibly talented. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. But it's, uh, I think it's great because that's the longest year of anybody's life, I think. For the Simpsons. It's like the longest year. Just everything happened in this one year of them doing things. And it's like, that's our, that's our life. Well, it's weird because there's like over, that's like 700 plus episodes mm-hmm. now. So you can't even say like every episode is a day in the life. Yeah. So who cares? It's okay. I'm down with it. I like it. I think the Simpsons is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm here wearing my Simpsons superhero t-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Bartman! Pretty great. Clobber Girl? Yep, Pie Man, Radioactive Man, Bartman, Clobber Girl, and uh, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Pretty good. Combines two of my favorite things superheroes and The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Oh! Rumor of an R rated Blade movie for Marvel. Finally. With Wesley Snipes maybe coming back. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. So, like. He's a damn good Blade. Yeah! Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. And Blade is back in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He is a member of the Avengers right now. Really? Really. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's pretty interesting. Mm. Um, although, I'm like three or four issues behind. Hmm. So I'm not sure exactly what went down. Okay. Well, I can see that because a couple of years ago when Black Panther was making his big resurgence, uh, before the uh, movies were even talked about. I say a couple years, but it was like 2008. (laughs) Okay. So it's a while ago. (laughs) Like a decade ago. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm old. Anyways, so um, when he was doing his resurgence, he went around to find all, basically all the black superheroes. So he went around and I was just, I was having a ball with these books. Oh my gosh. So first he caught up with Luke Cage. Who is this that caught up with him? Uh, Black Panther. Okay. Yeah, Black Panther caught up with Luke Cage, and they they had a chat, and then something happened, and and he's like, hey, there's something going down in Louisiana, and they're like, what's going down? And he goes, well, oh, it was during the time of Hurricane Katrina. Okay. So, they went down to go help with it, and then um, Blade was there killing all the vampires that came up out of the ground from Hurricane Katrina, like churning up the the ground and stuff. So... Blade was there, and then they're all they're all getting their butts kicked because the vampires are just there's so many of them, right? And then Monica Rambeau comes flying through because uh, Black Panther sends out a signal, and then he's like he's like, "Don't worry, our backup's coming." And they go, "What? Who the heck could possibly fight this many vampires?" As Blade is shooting people, and Luke Cage is like punching them away and stuff, and Monica Rambeau just flies in as sunlight and just destroys all of them nice. in one swoop. That's cool. And and Blade looked up and he's like, how the hell do I get her powers? That would make this way easier. <laughs> right. Because I think I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, apparently, so there, in 2015, there was going to be a Tim Seeley book called Blade the Hunter. Okay. Right? It was supposed to come out. Never came out. But in the book, <laughs> Blade was going to find out that he had a daughter named Fallon Gray. Oh, okay. Right. But, like I said, book never came out. So, But rumor has it that the uh, the story may actually be 
Blade training his daughter, Fallon Gray. Ooh. Like, that might might be what they do, which is cool. Cool. That'd be really interesting. And then they could, like, pass the torch, so to speak. The vampire burning torch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over, over to his daughter in the MCU. So, why not? Hmm. And then that means they can do a movie with uh, Dracula. Yep. As the big bad. They really could. They, they could really have, could. They could have a lot of fun with it. And I uh, I mean, Blade 3 is what it is. That's probably a movie we should talk about on Comic Book Movie Defenders. Probably. At did some you, point. Did you ever read any of the um, books with Dracula in it? I've read some books with he's Dracula in it. He's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, that's currently what's going on in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Stuff, that's with, right. Huh? With, yeah. With uh, Dracula. So. What a douchebag. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's actually really cool, and the rumor is that it like it might be Marvel's first R-rated movie, the first R-rated MCU. Yep, yeah, you know, that'd be were, awesome. There were the rumors that it was going to be uh, the Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm glad that they're not. I'm glad they're doing PG-13. I think that'd be better with a vampire movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. The gore, gore horror R-rating makes more sense than the sexually manipulated and uncomfortable problematic nature of black widow's life <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this news i definitely like when i knew you were coming over this is the one that i wanted to talk about the most marvel shang chi movie yes its director oh my gosh so much excite yes yeah, so the short-term 12 director destin daniel credden who we must say is an asian director yep Doing Shang Chi. I'm really I'm oh, I'm looking forward. And, just a and, big kung fu with superpower people and just marvel all over it. I know? know you love Shang Chi. I love him. He's so great. Yeah, because you love kung fu. Oh, I do. I really do. And ah, uh, he's like <laughs> he 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 even beats you know uh, Iron Fist. Easy. Yeah, yeah. And actually, in that book. Um, after they were done in Louisiana and they met up with people, they talked to the Falcon for a second and they said, hey, that old girlfriend of yours was trapped in a mountain somewhere. You need to go find her, right? So Black Panther goes to go find this old girlfriend of his, right? And it's she's in a mountain being uh, held captive by some strange Asian sorcerer, right? And uh, when he breaks in, he goes, okay, we're here. Luke. Try to go save the girl, and uh, they see Sang Chi kicks down a door, and they're like, "What the heck, Sang Chi?" And Luke Cage is like, "What? What's going on?" And uh, who's this guy? And Black Panther goes, "Don't mess with him. He's the greatest martial artist in the world." And Luke Cage is like, "He's not better than my friend Iron Fist." He goes, "He's better than Iron Fist. <laughs> He's much better than Iron Fist." And I and Sang Chi strolls into the room like ripped and walking in. He goes, "I climbed over three mountains." And I fought a dragon to be here, right? A bunch of crap happens. Uh, Luke Cage opens a door and fire comes through the door. He goes, what the hell is that? And Black Black Panther goes, that was dragon fire. And Shang-Chi, like, he just walks into the room. He goes, I told you. I fought a dragon, climbed over three mountains to get here. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. That sounds cool. <laughs> That's probably the dragon. He finally caught up. <laughs> He said, like, I fought a dragon. I didn't say I beat the dragon. Yeah, he didn't kill the dragon. He just fought But it. did he chase the dragon? Oh, of course. You always have to chase the dragon. Do you know what that means? No. It means doing heroin. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> of course he chased the dragon. 
He always chases a dragon. So he's on heroin, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's not actually doing any feats of martial arts. It's, he's just high. Just hallucinating <laughs> an just opium den? <laughs> wow. Now that's racist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you mentioned Luke Cage. I, got me, I haven't talked about it or put this like down on a recording. But the other day, this is all by myself. I had no one to share with it. Okay. But I have my own Netflix... Marvel Universe theory. Okay. Right? So, we've seen, although the none of these characters have been in any of the MCU movies, there's been mentions of the Battle of New York yep. and other things. Yeah, they did mention In the them. movies, right? Yeah. And, like, Cloak and Dagger is connected to uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist through, like, mention of Misty Knight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's the whole Roxxon thing, which connects to, to different... Stuff. So here's my theory, right? Okay. All the shows got canceled. Do you know why all the shows got canceled? Well, except for Jessica Jones season three, because all of those heroes are dusted. Ooh. How about they give us like a five minute video mm-hmm. of all of those characters and them dusted? Yeah. Wow. Like in the middle of like the fight with 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 like Daredevil doing something crazy. And then just falls into dust as he's about to land a punch. Uh-huh. And then, like, Luke Cage, he's, like, you know, getting shot at and stuff. He's, like, and the then kingpin. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And Danny's got his awesome powers from yep. the end of season two. And he's finally, like, ready to fight. Uh-huh. He dons on... I want to see him don on the, the uh-huh. banana, walk out the room, and just... <laughs> dust. Uh-huh. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. Like the end of Jessica Jones season three, mm-hmm. showing us that they all dusted. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I think that'd be the perfect end. Yeah. Because like, why do you, would bring why it do all you not get more? Because they're dusted. Yeah. Because they died. They got snapped. And I think that's because I read that Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think it'd be great. It'd make me happy. That's my theory. That's your theory. Okay. That's my head cannon. <laughs> And so, you're sticking to it. Some people are like, why are there not more of these shows? They're so good. They were so good. But mm-hmm. then Thanos dusted them. Yep. So, yeah. Hmm. The almighty dollar. Oh, did you hear that there's going to be a MCU What If animated show coming to Disney+. I am Plus? so ready. Are you? I am. Yeah. I want to see them go absolutely bananas with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be lots of fun. Like, what if Captain America was taken into... The Weapon X Project and turned into Wolverine America. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine America. Wolverine America. America Verine. Or what if Wolverine went by Badgerine? <laughs> <laughs> Just all sorts of crazy stuff. That means that they can bring in the uh, um, uh, Frog Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Earth's Mightiest Frog. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the the best i would love to see that they, they can do whatever they want yeah and uh i wonder if these are gonna be like little 22 minute shorts mm-hmm. that'd be fun that'd be really fun i think uh, i think they could have a lot of fun with it yeah they can even have i can even picture them doing like certain ones that are like hey this is a really good big story here's a two-parter you know and then like have a two-part episode or something like that i think yeah. it'd be really really great you could just explore so many things because they did you know for the what if comics they explored so many. What if Cyclops took the place of Magneto, and Magneto was was where Xavier was? 
But Xavier's dead. Yeah, yeah, I have like two to read just from the newer ones. It's like, what if uh, Flash Thompson was Spider-Man? Yeah. And then what if uh, Thor was raised by Frost Giants? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so cool. Yeah, they still they still do these fun what if comics. Yeah, I love and, I um, love those ideas. They're I think so great. I think it's a really neat way because mm-hmm. you can have whatever you want and it doesn't mess up anything. You know what? Uh, I have a friend um, who does artwork in Mexico. His name is Hector Sevilla. And he got to do one of the what if comics for Marvel, and it was what if Galactus had a daughter who was living on Earth, and she's Galactica, right? Uh-huh. And uh, she protects the Earth by eating anything that tries to threaten the planet. Oh, so in the core of the Earth, these creatures um, from a meteorite that had struck like millions of years ago, uh, they start hatching, and. Uh, nobody's around. Nobody knows about it, right? But she feels this ridiculous power because she's getting. She's always constantly hungry, right? Okay. So she feels this ridiculous power. She goes into the. She like goes all ethereal and power form. She goes down to the center and goes, "Oh, oh, thank God you guys are here because you're a big life source. The the that can destroy entire planets, and I'm gonna eat the hell out of you." And she just <laughs> eats the hell out of all three creatures, and then oh like, wow. Oh god, and she just returns to her life as normal, okay. like chick. She just lives like a, I think she's an accountant for somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's That's super. Funny. It was super great. Yeah, it was a nice. super nice. That comic. sounds fun. And he got to you know help write and uh, draw all the all the uh, pictures for it. It was really awesome. Did you hear about the Morbius, the Living Vampire movie? I did not. It got some more casting. Tyrese Gibson. Really? He of the Fast and the Furious movies has joined the cast. Yeah, I met that guy doing comics in, uh, with this guy, Ethan Rodriguez, in, at uh, Comic-Con. Okay. 20... 2009. Nice. 2009. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting because Jared Harris, Matt Smith, who may or may not be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then uh, Adria Arjona is playing like the fiance of Morbius. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Jared Leto. Yeah, I could playing. totally see him. Yeah, playing Morbius, you yeah. know. He has a blood condition. Mm. What? Yeah. That's what they're going with? Well, no, he used, uh, he used vampire bat DNA for his blood condition, and that's how he becomes Morbius the living vampire. I don't remember him having a blood condition. I remember it being an accident. Wasn't uh, it an accident? I, I Oh, I guess that was an accident, because it never he never intended it to become... You're right. To yeah. turn him into a... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, and then he becomes more. So it was an accident. It's just I I forgot about his blood condition. Yeah, although this is in Marvel adjacent, this is in Sony, the world that uh, gives us the Venom movie, which me and Blue saw together, uh, and which ostensibly uh, uh, Spider Man is within this universe too. Yeah, Spider Man, uh, but uh, I don't know. When when you talk about like connections between the two, that's where I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. So cool. Tyrese joining cast. Well, if it's anything like the Venom movie, it won't be great. It won't be a good movie by any stretch, but at least it'll be enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? It could be a. Lot I hope of he fun. still like drinks people's blood through his hands. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. He had those weird little hand holes. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah, his hand suckers. Yeah. It's yeah. really weird. And then uh, there was news, the Gambit movie. You know, everybody's like, is Gambit happening? Is Gambit not happening? Nobody knows. But what we have found out in the last week or so uh, from people involved is the reason it didn't happen is because Fantastic Four sucked. <laughs> and after <laughs> after the suckery of the latest Fantastic Four movie, 
the the Gambit movie had a had a reasonably sized budget, mm-hmm. and uh, Sony was like, "You need to cut that budget." Yeah, and they're like, "We can't cut the budget." Yeah, like this is what we need to make a good movie, and they're like, "We're not spending that money," so it didn't happen. Oh and that's, wow, that's literally like, "Thanks, Fantastic Four, you got rid of our Gambit movie." Yep. So uh, and apparently it had like a script that people liked, and everything was. Solid. I don't even understand how. You can mess up the Fantastic Four as much as they have. Like, it's not that difficult if you just stick to the damn source That's material. actually, we need to talk about those two Fantastic Four movies. We need to talk about all of the Fantastic Four. All three of them? Movies. The Fantastic like, Three? Oh my gosh. That, uh, that'll... Because that'll, they're bad. Yeah, that'll be And it. there was no reason for them to be bad. <laughs> Zero reason for them to be bad. Movies. Like, you had the actors. If you'd have just stuck... To the fucking canon, you know, or even if you'd have done something properly, like how, like with the what with what Avengers did and stuff, you know, it may not have been fully canon, but at least it was an enjoyable movie. It's not hard to do. It's <laughs> not that damn hard to do. Just, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I Gambit's my favorite X Men, so yeah. But hopefully, you know, Remy Lebo, Rembo Lebo, mm-hmm. Remy Lebo. Rembo, Lebo, Lebo, yeah, Lebo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be uh, gonna be Lebo, Lebo. Is he related to Shia, Shia Lebo? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, maybe we'll see some Gambit with MCU when they start playing with X Men. I really hope so. Yeah. We'll see. Um, there's some indie comics that apparently are going to be coming movies too. Uh, I know nothing about these comics, but it's, uh, El Gato Negro, Nocturnal Warrior. Okay. Uh, it's picked up by MGM TV. Uh, Amazon's doing Top Cow's Port of Earth. Ooh. And, uh, Netflix is making Miller World, or Miller World Super Crooks as Ooh. apparently an anime. Hmm. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah. So more indie comics becoming things. If any of those are your jam, if you mm-hmm. like El Gato Negro or Port of Earth or Super Crooks, check it out. Yep. Look it up on the line. Mm. On the line. On the line. <laughs> Make sure. Uh, Ron yeah. Tomatoes, still in the news. Don't forget to chase Just, the dragon. Yeah, don't chase the dragon. Don't chase the dragon. <laughs> Ron Tomatoes, uh, you know, because with all the... with uh, you know, This goes back to like the reboot of Ghostbusters, All Lady, like just... Awful, awful people. I'm not going to say it's just men. There might be some women amongst there, but just like bashing shit that before they even see it. Yeah. They're just bashing it because they, like uh, Corey, shout out to Corey, but he he said something funny uh, before Captain Marvel came out. He was like, garbage, utter garbage. Just somebody was like, why, what? He's like, oh no, I decided to hate this movie in advance because there's a woman in it. And I knew because, <laughs> I knew because it was Corey that it was a joke. Yeah, of course. Because Corey's a good dude. But I was like, seriously, that's it. that's exactly yeah, like that's it. Yep. And then like going on, you know, a movie making. I think they're already like domestically at like two hundred million bones now this weekend. Such a good movie. and uh, and still has a horrible score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. So Rotten Tomatoes is like, yeah, we're not going to let people like post reviews until they the movie's actually out. So that yeah. was step one. And now they're like they're looking to find a way to make you prove that yeah. you saw the film, like wow. ticket stub. Mm-hmm. Like something, so you at least like if you wanna if you wanna trash a film, you gotta give it your like ten bones yep. before you can trash it. Wow. And you know a lot of these like trolls are just like, no, I don't want it. Nah, yep. And then of yeah, so if you're gonna be a troll, you have to be a pain troll. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. No, you can't be Pip the troll and just live for free in a hotel drinking Earth beer and smoking cigars. Nope. 
Sure can't. You know, on the on the dole yeah. of a, a warlock, you gotta you gotta you gotta pay. Exactly. You gotta pay to play. You gotta pay to play. Yeah. You gotta pay to pray. That's gotta, pray with an e. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to talk some comics? Yeah, man. Comics. So you might, everybody might wonder why is Joey talking about Pip the Troll? <laughs> it's because of Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the uh, original. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Because they did just recently do a new one, but. That one's a little different. Gamora actually gets the uh, the gauntlet this time. Okay, nice. Yeah, yes. uh, not so much. Not so much nice. Uh, it was terrifying and bad, but you know, whatever. It's so nice. this is 1991. Yep. Uh, Arters, writer Jim Starlin, pencils by George Perez and Ron Lim, mm-hmm. ink by Joseph Rubenstein, Tom Christopher and Bruce Ansolotov. Yeah, colorist Christy Skeel, or is it Shiel? Ian Laughlin, Evelyn Stein. Letters by Jack Morelli. Yep. And uh, friends, I will say first and foremost, I picked this up just because I wanted to see, like, what could they incorporate into Endgame? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, right from go, probably don't look to Infinity Gauntlet. No. (laughs) For for what is going to go down in Avengers Endgame. I'm sure there are pieces of this that can be in there, but not necessarily. This is issues one to six of Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Which was uh, an event. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Jim Starlin's writing is amazing, dude. I remember when it came out. Yeah, and George George Prez's art, oh, man, it's so good, and it it is really good. Yes, yes, and Ron Lim's art is also really mm-hmm. well. They blend together quite nice. But uh, reason reason the first <laughs> why I don't look to this comic is uh, it features Adam Warlock heavily. Yep, who has not entered the MCU other than a scene a cocoon at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. And a weird Golden Queen lady saying, I want to call him Adam. Yep. Yep. That's it. Um, also, heavily features the Silver Surfer. Yes. Who, as of this date, has not entered the MCU yet. No. But a Wookiee can hope for yeah. Norrin Rad to be a part. Of course. Uh, we do have uh, Nebula mm-hmm. heavily in the book. Yes, very uh, heavily. Gamora, not so much. Nope. She's sort of on the dole with Pip the Troll. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she's dust for most of the book. Yeah, for most Spoiler. of the book. Nope. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Um, what else? Uh, everybody's in the book. Yeah, all the Avengers that you know and love are there. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that you don't know, but you will love if you knew them. They're in the book too. What you don't realize is that the story of Thanos outside the MCU is a love story. It is. It is unrequited love. Yes, very unrequited. It is the, the lengths somebody will go to to be loved by the person that they love. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Thanos is a, a bit of a tragic character. He is actually when you when you look at it. And uh, I think uh, I had told Joe earlier one of my favorite um, moments of the entire book series was uh, the epitome that he has when talking to Adam Warlock, Thanos himself, that is, uh, and realizes, oh, I did this all to myself. <laughs> like this is a, yeah, it's all my fault. I'm horrible. Oh, okay, and then he just has to like kind of live with it, you know. Right. Yeah. Tracks the Destroyer, pre-Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Uh, Nebula looking much different than you would expect if you only know her from the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine, Hulk, She-Hulk, Iron Man with the suit I don't like where you can see his eyes. Yeah. Because he doesn't have lenses on the <laughs> on the eye holes of the mask. It's okay, but The Watcher and Eternity and mm-hmm. The Living Tribunal. 
Galactus is in there. Kronos and Galactus and uh, who else? Chaos and Order. Celestial show up. Mm-hmm. Lord and Hate or Love and Hate. Um, yeah, lots of lots of cosmic beings. Yeah, uh, and uh, Eric Masterson, aka Thor. Uh, to some of you, you might know him as Thunderstrike. Yep. Thunderstrike. Yeah. Although uh, he does, although the only mention of him not being the actual Thor is just like him being like, "I'm not the actual Thor. I'm someone else." And then be like, "Nice, moving on." Yeah, <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> and then, uh, and then another moment where, uh, where yeah, he, uh, it, it's revealed that he is. There's more to him than just being Thor with a beard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With a big old bushy beard too, big old lumberjack beard. Oh yeah, man. He's he was a really cool guy, but like guy. He was a cool guy, but he wasn't. He wasn't a very good Thor. I mean, this this comic is all like bash him up amazingness, mm-hmm. and there are some splash panels that you're just like, holy moly, is that what went down? And Thanos is all powerful. He wrecks shop. Oh, he does, and and it's way more than just you know snapping his fingers. Like, I I, I think the MCU gives does a great discredit as to the sheer power of that gauntlet and what it can actually do. Well see, I don't I don't feel the same way because the very beginning of this this series is the snap mm-hmm. and then everything else goes down after it. So we haven't gotten there. So we okay. haven't we haven't seen what Thanos does in Endgame yet. Yeah. But like he did little reality bending things but then it all went back to normal. And with the book when he does little reality things they don't go back to normal. That's just what reality is now. Right. Because that's the power of the gem. It doesn't change it for a little bit. It changes it, like, permanently. Well, let's say in the movie, just... that just means Thanos only wanted it to look that way for a little bit. Maybe. He decided he didn't want it to be permanent. Yeah. Yeah. He could have made his whole planet better again. Like, hey, if, there's all the people. Done. If we he have had, unlimited resources. If he had wanted to. Yeah. I mean, Cloak and Dagger are in this. There's even Moon Knight for a moment. Uh, there, there's some really heartbreaking stuff when things are going bad. Oh, yeah. like, they don't. Jim Starlin doesn't doesn't pull his punches. Like, no, he did not. People die. Yeah, people die. Bad stuff happens. And yes, it's a comic book. So in the end, some good things are gonna happen. But uh, I think one of my favorite moments is like, uh, oh, somebody saves a baby, and they're like. I don't know if I should have. Yeah. Because this this good luck in this effed up world that I'm saving you for. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh it's pretty pretty hardcore. And then of course Mephisto mm-hmm. is in this and then the personification of death. I wonder who has the rights for Mephisto. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know. Do you think of him as a Spider Man villain? No. He would probably be with the Fantastic Four. Probably with the Fantastic Four. But he appears so heavily in the... And his first appearances were with Doctor Strange, so... Yeah. I don't know. So we might see him. We might. I I think if I had to hazard a guess, though, I would guess that he is tied in with Silver Surfer and the Fantastic Four. Because Silver Surfer has to fight him often. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if you have questions about the Eternals and what, what could happen, there is... Definitely stuff in here about the Eternals. Yeah. Who are basically, if you don't know, that's the family of Thanos. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's his relatives. So Infinity Gauntlet's amazing. Yeah. It is really, really good. It's a really great read. Really great. 
check it out. But just uh, note if you're like, hey, I want to check it out because I want to see what's going to happen in Endgame. That's not the thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. No, the, not at all. The comic books are used as source material, yep. but that doesn't mean that they're like beholden to like what's in the comics. Truth. Truth. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What else? Did I, oh, Flashpoint. I read that. Oh, you finally... That's good. Yeah. That's good because that was really important. Like everything that happened with his with his dad. Did you? What'd you think of the whole thing with his mom? Yeah, I think that's with neat. Bruce's mom. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. neat. But you know, writer Jeff Johns, penciler Andy Cooper, inks by Sandra Hope and Jesse Delperdang, colors by Alex Sinclair, letters by Nick J and Napolitano. And uh, if you've seen the movie, that is, I think you can watch it on Netflix still, um, either that or Hulu. But uh, the Flashpoint movie is good. The comic is better. Oh yeah, yeah, much better. The comic is better. They uh, they do. I mean, there's some stuff that gets fleshed out in the movie, which is pretty good. But honestly, like they're they're I I dig the comic better. Oh yeah, it essentially is the same story. You know, if you don't know Flashpoint, so pre New Fifty Two, correct? They needed an inciting event. Yes, this is the one that leads to the whole. So fact. Barry goes back in time mm-hmm. and saves his mom. Correct, and the results. Are bad. Yes. Catastrophic. Are bad. bad. Different changes, uh, changes Batman's story, yep. changes Superman's story, changes Wonder Woman and Aquaman's story, changes Cyborg's story. Uh, and uh, really, the world is, is probably going to end because of his choice. Yep. And uh, it's all about can he get his powers oh. back? All because he saved his mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, there's some heartbreaking stuff with, with said mom. And uh, it's just lovely. And that Element Woman, I was like, man, why yeah. why was she not in the cartoon? Ah, uh, really good. They gave a lot more for uh, for Kal El. What'd you think of him? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was super cool. I really enjoy the stuff between Barry and Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I overall, I just think it's great. Like, oh, look, just that panel right there with like oh, the yeah. Eiffel Tower and. It's just really, really good. It's a real quick read that's not terribly expensive. You could probably find all of this on Marvel Universe that, that uh, where you just pay the whatever sixty dollars for a year. Yeah. And you get access to like twenty five thousand Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. You know, one or two comics. Although this is the DC ones. Oh you're right, you're right. Yeah. I did that I always do that again. Yeah. DC Universe okay. maybe has it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. In fact, a lot of the uh, a lot of the collected trades I have are DC. Yeah, I, I buy more DC collected than I do uh, do Marvel. Mm. But yeah, but Flashpoint really really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. This though, oh, I don't even know one? how to talk about all this deadly class. Mm. So Image collects these books in like six issue runs. Yeah. So what I'm holding in my hand is books one to four. So this is issues one. To uh, now, I gotta read. I should have done more research. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, it's 21. So one to 21. Uh, the first one is called the Reagan Years, and then you have Kids of the Black Hole, really mm-hmm. good punk rock song. You get the Snake Pit, and then you get Die for Me. And in these four books, you get what's going on with Marcus, who suddenly, uh, not suddenly, but ends up. Going to this school called King's Dominion, which is a school for assassins in wow. 1987, San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And uh, it's crazy. There's Saya, 
the Yakuza badass. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Maria, who's connected to the cartel, whose boyfriend is the son of like the big cartel. Wow. Cartel. There's uh, oh, I can't think. There's a couple punk rock kids, mm-hmm. Billy, and then uh, oh, I can't think of his best friend's name, African American gangbanger. But um, and then there's a whole bunch more characters. There's a Dixie mob, which is a bunch of racists, <laughs> and there's other like Asian assassins, and then of mm-hmm. course. Uh, Master Lim is the old old man, mm-hmm. old Asian man who's in charge of everything, and it's just all about all these kids that, like, you know, high school is hard enough when like people can't kill you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. In, in the in the world of of this, <laughs> they they can kill you, and it's crazy. I've I've had these in my boxes because they're my my oldest kiddos. Yeah. Like this is her favorite comic. But Rick Remender, uh, Wes Craig, they're the co-creators. Rick Remender's the writer. Wes Craig is the artist. Lee Lowridge does the colors. Russ Wooten does the letters and the logo stuff. Blue. Man, this is good. And this, these, 1 to 21, this is the first year. Wow. This is their freshman year Jeez. of school. All and right. it, it, it goes crazy. And literally, you're looking at the cover of this, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just say, any one of these people can and might die <laughs> in this book. Yeah. Like, there's no character that you should attach yourself to and be like, this is the hero. They will survive. Got it. You should not. Okay. You should not. Got it. And like, you can just sort of see, like, the artwork mm-hmm. is beautiful. It is. It's If it's from Image, it's probably going to be great. Yeah, it's so good. I'm such a huge fan of Image. And, like, when they go to Vegas in, like, issue four, it's just, it goes, oh, now I'm dropping things, but it goes, like, crazy psychedelic, like, trip-tastic, like, trip-your-balls-off stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, Wes Craig's art is just really, really amazing, and it's it's violent and bloody. Full disclosure, I've actually finished, I'm caught up on every issue of Deadly Class, like, all the way to, like, issue 30-something. Wow. Yeah, because uh, I pull it for my kid. Yeah. And, like, I've just been keeping them, and they haven't asked for them, so I haven't given them yet. Yeah. And I was like, finally, I'm going to read it. And, oh, my goodness, it is just crazy. Uh, Marcus is his whole deal. He was in a boy's home. Like, his parents get killed, uh, and he blames Ronald Reagan, so his entire mission in life is to kill Ronald Reagan. What the hell? Yeah. And he's not so much punk rock as he's, like, Morrissey, like, emo style. Yeah. But uh, it's all rooted in, like, the music of the 80s. Wow. But when he ends up in this thing, he, he finds these kids and sort of has friendships, but they're also, like, broken up where the cartel is, like, one gang and the Yakuza is another and the gangbangers are another. And then there's the outcast. And then there's a whole issue of whether you're a legacy, so, like, your family has graduated from the school before, yeah. or whether you're a rat. Which means you don't have any back history. You just admitted into the school. Huh. And there's an entire, like, you know, uh, social stratification issue between, like, legacies and rats, too. And wow. literally, like, it's it's deadly class. Like, there's some of their, some of their assignments are to kill people. Yeah, of you course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's crazy. The, the show based on it is really, really good. And, like, I'm just torn because this comic is so great. But the the show is also so great, mm-hmm. and they each have their own beautiful little thing to it. But uh, yeah, I I can't recommend Deadly Class more. Like it's it's so incredibly good. Like fighting cartel and assassins, and that's actually in later issues. Well, they're all assassins, but yeah, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it really there's a a big old Russian 
named Victor, <laughs> who's like literally from like communist Russia, like yeah. KGB. Um, and then when they go like, so this like issues one to twenty one is like the freshman year. Like I said, when you get to issue twenty two, it says the new deadly class, and it's the sophomore year, and now there's new freshman kids. Wow. And they all have like different backstories. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I can't recommend it more. It's it's one of the, it's an amazing image book. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that it's on sci-fi because it's so bloody <laughs> and so violent. But yeah. uh, it's it's found its way onto television. That's the world that we live in. Wow. But it's 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 just lovely. And, That's cool. uh, you know, Marcus has uh, challenges because he's attracted to both Maria, the cartel girl, yeah. and Saya, the Japanese Yakuza girl with the oh, samurai boy. sword. And uh, then there's like little backstories that you get. You get Marcus' childhood and Maria's childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some stuff for I'm trying to think who else. There's a there's a goth girl. Why can I not think of her name? She she plays big in other future stuff. But like check out covers, man. Wow, that's that, cool. it's just lovely. It's really really beautiful. I like these covers. Yeah, these they're covers great. are really nice too. They uh they just do a really solid job. Of, of this comic and uh, these are the only collected ones all the other ones I have are loose uh, issues for K but uh, yeah yeah it's a uh, it's a really really amazing uh, amazing book and uh, friends I'll say like of this year although I won't rank it on my top five because it's older than this yeah. year like this is like my favorite thing that I've read That's you know awesome. other than like the new stuff yeah of course so it's my favorite going old my next my next challenge is I'm reading Saga over the summer. Yes. Yeah. Get caught up on that. I'm definitely Woo! reading Saga. That one's crazy. Are you caught up on it? I am not. Okay. How much of it have you read? The first three? Three issues or three books? Books. Okay. Yeah, the first three books. Nice. Um, I believe... You know what? I believe um, my friend James has it. Okay. Yeah, I think he has them all. I've already pre-ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I still I still have on uh, my cousin's Amazon account in my shop in my shopping cart I have the entirety of the uh, Invincible comics like the full trade paperbacks like this okay and I just I haven't hit the button yet but I need I'm gonna I'm gonna do it yeah like it's gonna happen and I'm gonna get them all because I I I stopped somewhere between book four. And book six, maybe book five, but I want to say it was book four. And uh, gosh, if you haven't if you haven't read that story, that story is incredible. It's it's at first it starts off like a real um, parody of like the Superman story, like alien comes to Earth and and uh, is living life, falls in love with the lady, and then they have a kid, and now you're picking up the story with the kid, right? But you're still dealing with, like, Superman, the dad, and his name is Omni-Man, and he's the most powerful hero on the planet, and he can do everything, you Okay. Know? But, uh, it just goes really crazy. And, like, the, the, the changing moments of everything has to do with his father. Okay. And it's really great. Like, it gets really heartfelt in a lot of places, and, uh, when, um, cause it's Kirkman, Robert Kirkman is the writer, and then... The first penciler, I forget his name, but the second penciler was Ryan Otley. And when Otley took over the book, holy wow. It just got, it blew up to just immeasurable awesomeness. Okay. Because 
Like, all respect for the other guy, but Otley just blew it away. Whole book series. This is great. And he ended it, too. He went so far from, like, book... I'd say from book two or three. I'd say three. Book three onwards is just, like, Otley. Just working his butt off on this comic book for years. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Highly recommend. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommend. Image Comics from. Yeah. Yeah, and like Saga, do you have anything more to say about that? Saga? Dude, you have to... It's the most... It's the saddest and and most, like, endearing story that I've read in years. Like, it's just... The, the trials and tribulations this couple has, just trying to live, is like... Oh my god, the worst. <laughs> like you you just start you get so invested in the characters and then I, I don't I'm trying not to spoil things, but you you just get so invested in the characters and their life is it's ridiculous. Well, you describe the characters at least to people. <sighs> like what I know about this is me and you having a conversation uh, on our way back from work. We were on a shuttle mm-hmm. and we were talking to Donnie and we were like Donnie, do you like comics? Because we were just nerding out. Yeah. And he was just sort of smiling and looking at us, but we both got that feeling like he's like the jock, like, nerds! Yeah. And we're like, do you like comics? And he was like, I like Saga. He likes Saga. And you saga, got really, really yes. excited. And he was like, he said he was dating someone, right? He's dating mm-hmm. a lady that really likes Saga. Yeah. So he read it. And so like, he read it and, and he, he loves it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Saga, you've got two different alien races that um, are pretty much at war. Like, you have a lot of people, like, it, it deals with racism a lot, uh, because it's basically, like, he's a white, like, satyr-type dude. He's right. got, like, the horns and stuff. And then she's uh, a girl of color, and she has, uh, I, I wouldn't say she's black. She's more like, like, oh, look, that that's her right there. Yeah, she's like, sort of Latina, Yeah, maybe. like a little Latina or something like that. She's got, like, wings and such. And uh, they get together, and they have a baby. And that really wrecks everybody goes after them for having a child together and their their little life story of getting through everything is kind of yeah it's a big deal and you're just like there's a lot of moments in the books that you're just like oof well i know like i got you into reading why the last man because Mm -hmm. brian k vaughn and you already knew you liked him from saga so you're like oh it's brian k vaughn it's gonna be great and And i'm telling you you're gonna like you're gonna love saga you're gonna love and i literally just said like brian k vaughn on the last episode that he's gonna be writing like the gundam movie Mm -hmm. and like it should be good because brian k vaughn so uh but basically as a kid and as a parent he had all these ideas and inspired sort of by star wars he wrote his own like Sci-fi space opera. Yeah. I have the first book, like, literally sitting in my room. Saga? Yeah, I'm just not sure I want to read the first six issues and not have, like, the next one to read. Yeah. Because I did that to myself with Why the Last Man, and I did that to myself with Preacher. And remember, I, like, had the first three books of Preacher, and I was like, Blue, I bought the last three books. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> I had You're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally, I have a... Because my comic book shop has... They had book one, and then they have four through seven. And they didn't have two and three, so I was like... Order two and three. Put them in my box. And yeah. once they do, then I'll get the rest of them. It's usually image books if you don't know friends. They're like 10 bucks. Yep. And if you wait till like uh, like around like new comic book day or whatever, like they'll have a deal where it's like 20 or 30% off trades. Exactly. Yeah. And then you then you pick up more trades. And it's like you get some for free. Which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. pick, pick <laughs> up those Invincibles. Mumbo, I can't hear you when you're mumbo <laughs> the podcast. Well, that's the, po- <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> 
Cool. Trying not to get myself in trouble with money and stuff. All right. And the last comic that we wanted to talk about. How long, wow, man. We're already at an hour and 14 minutes. Go oh, wow. us. Yeah. Danny would approve. Indeed. Uh, is The Batman Who Laughs. Oof. Issues two and three. Uh, mainly, you might be wondering, like, why, Wookie, are you just like... Oh. First off, I've been meaning to talk about some comics. Yeah. B, like, I read Infinity Gauntlet and I really wanted to talk with Blue about it on the cast. Uh, I also read Flashpoint. But B, while I was re- finishing up the very end of Infinity Gauntlet... Blue has been reading Batman Who Laughs through my pull list. Dude. So he got to read issue three and he'd already read issue two. I think mm. here the last time. You yeah. Know, I'm always like, hey, do you want to see the, the latest issue of this? And he's yes. like, yes. I do. Yes, I do. So Batman Who Laughs, which I will say, shout out to the creative team because since it came out, even though it's a six issue miniseries, it is the most popular comic book selling on the stands right now. Dude, it's he's the most disturbing character I've ever read yeah. in a comic book ever. Writer Scott Snyder, who's amazing at Batman. Right. We all know he's amazing at Batman. Artist Jock, colors by David Barron, and letters by Sal Cipriano. And, uh, man, it is... It's just crazy. It really like, is. Like, if you thought the dark multiverse stuff going on with, like, Dark Knight's metal, like, what it brought to us is... The Batman who laughs. And there is something going on with Batman. What Batman is it? We don't know. Yeah, we don't we even know. Because we have seen so <laughs> many different Batman in this comic in just yes. three issues. What we do know is there is something going on with the quote-unquote good guy Batman, mm-hmm. which is not so good for him. Yes. Yes. Definitely not so good for him. And uh, the Batman who laughs would love nothing more than to destroy this universe. But I'll say, I mean, spoilers, friends, I guess. But in the first issue, I think we encounter two dead Batman or two dead Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Or at least one. And then there's one in issue two. But you don't know that you're not reading the story of the Batman who laughs fucking with one particular Batman. And next he's going to go for, like, Earth Prime Batman. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... This could be just, a story of him just fucking with one of the one of the uh, dark multiverse Batman. He could be, yeah. He really could be. Uh, and then there's just some really sad stuff about like this Bruce Wayne appears to have lived a happy life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you don't know the Batman who laughs, the entire like the way he becomes the Batman who laughs is when uh, is it a spoiler? I guess I already said spoilers, right? Well, yeah. Plus we talked about it before. Yeah, when he kills the Joker. The, the Joker has rigged where when his heart stops, it emits Joker toxin. A to, specific a one. A specific type yeah. to turn Batman into the Joker. Yes. To drive him mad. And it was to drive him mad, but keep his keep all of his tac- tactical knowledge, his knowledge, and uh, all of that, but change his morality centers to that of the Joker. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like... The besides the Batman who laughs, there is a Joker in this universe. Yes, who's a crazy awesome Scott Snyder does oh, such yeah. a good job with the Joker. He really he really knows how to bring out the mad, horror. Mad respect because I can't do it. I yeah. can't relate to the Joker at all. And the relationship between like Alfred and Bruce is like solid in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the the Jim Gordon stuff, which is really interesting. There's, there's tie-ins to Jim Gordon's background yep. and other Batman stories. I don't know if I want to spoil that. But, no, you uh, shouldn't. But uh, there there are ties into that, which are definite. And Batman, you know, he's always he's a planner. He yep. always has plans and eventualities to save Gotham. But the problem is that whatever Batman knows, the Batman who laughs also knows... 
because he is him. Batman. You yeah. know what I mean? He thinks the same way. So you wonder at what point in the timeline diverges. And then there's a whole nother dark multiverse Batman mm-hmm. that plays into to issues two and three as well, especially really strong in issue three, but does provide a great moment. And then there's other other members of the Rogues Gallery show up yep. in, in these comics. And uh, it's it's crazy balls, and it's three issues in, and I love it. I can't, I, uh, yeah. I can't wait to keep. Reading. I usually really hate um, Batman stories, but this one has got me. On oh, that very end panel of oh, issue yeah. three, it's just like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the what in the actual f? And I know Scott Snyder. I saw one of his twitters. He's like, I think this is the darkest Batman story that I've ever written. Yeah. And, it, and he's done a pretty good job. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. He said a pretty good job writing some dark Batman stories. Yeah, and this is definitely, I don't know, I I actually find the the Batman who laughs more disturbing than the Joker. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I would agree. I think uh, I think it's lovely. Yeah, and I would say uh, read it. Absolutely, read, read it. it. If it was it's so good, if it was not for Immortal Hulk, the Batman who laughs would probably be my number one. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, Immortal Hulk is that good, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check that one yeah. out, too. I have all the issues. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. Mm. It's really good. I have a new issue of that to read, too, that yes. I really want to read. Uh, and some issues that I've read that I haven't talked about yet, at least one or two. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, I'll show you I'll show you before uh, before you leave, before I go to work, the okay. stack that I haven't talked about. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to have the time this summer. I'll be yep. lots of content coming this summer, friends. <laughs> Um, so that's a lot of stuff to talk about, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to finish the episode with a, uh, a quick, uh, spoiler review of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Lou has some thoughts that he wants to talk about. Dude, so, uh, here's dude. what I'm going to say. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, leave. Leave, leave. now. It's okay. Yeah. You've gotten an hour and 20 minutes of content. Mm-hmm. We thank you for stopping by, uh, laughitofuzzball.net, uh, laughitofuzzballpodcast.gmail.com, at bluewolfd on the Twitter, or no, on the Instagram, and, and uh, DVNR and the Facebook, yep. uh, at hydrowolfd on the Twitter he doesn't For, use. Uh, I am at Wookie Riot on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. The Laugh It Up Fuzz Balls page Balls. on, uh, there's a Laugh It Up Fuzz Ball page, but uh, that's just a page, and like the top link says, go to this page where people can talk more. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, go there, and there's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun over there. Yeah, it's super fun. So those are all the things, and if you're leaving us, thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you to the Carry On Couple podcast, who is mm-hmm. one of our sponsors. Follow Ryan and Katrina as they regale you with all their adventures yes. and tips for planning and having fun. And then also just with their witty wife stuff. Wife yeah. and husband loving each other stuff. Aww. Heather recently listened to their uh, More Butterbeer episode and That's enjoyed cute. it. And if Heather likes it, she's a good person. You yeah. should listen to her. You should listen. She's solid people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, without further ado, here comes in about five seconds our Captain Marvel spoiler review. And then the episode's just going to end awkwardly. Yep. It's going to end in a higher, further, faster kind of way. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So uh, five. Uh-huh. Five. Three. Silent fingers. They don't know I'm doing silent fingers. All right, Blue. All right. We haven't talked Captain Marvel yet. Holy wow. We saved it for the podcast. Yeah, we did. This so is we our, haven't this, said squat this yet. This is our, our first conversation. Holy mackerel, man. This movie was dope. You liked it. Didn't didn't stick to the comic book at all. At all. Not even a, not even not even a smidgen. Like it was it was really deviated, like a lot. I don't know. I, I can make a case that it sticks to it a little bit. Eh. Eh. Okay. Yeah. But like for the most part, 
No. But, um, man, was it, it, it was fun. Yeah? It was just ballsy and fun, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. What did it the Phantom great. Stranger think of it? Uh, she loved it, too. Yeah? Yeah, she thought it was great. Uh, she was, she was having fun throughout the whole movie. There was never a point where we were just like, oh, okay, well, let's get through <laughs> this part, and then we get back to the action and stuff, you know? It was always something, even at the points where they were talking... And, and doing a little bit of exposition, it was fun. It was quippy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Nice. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. These um, are still non-spoilers. So. <laughs> yes, these are still non-spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay, here's here's my example of how it, it sort of sticks to the comic books. Now, full disclosure, I have not read a lot of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. A lot of my interaction with her is through Civil War II. Mm-hmm. She's not in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I remember, no. and and Carol as a because late... she wasn't during normal Civil War, Captain Marvel was Philavel, and she was out and she was still Ms. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, as <laughs> lately in comics, Captain Marvel is a bit of a B. Yes. Yeah, she is she very is. much. She's become better though on the yeah. on the current Avengers on Jason mm-hmm. Aaron's Avengers. She's better. Good. She is, but she's still like. She still uh, susses it up, like yeah, with uh, with she's, Tony. She's always been a jerk. Who Tony? He loves her. Yeah, he in does. the comics, man, he loves her. He's mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think so. As I understand the origin of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. through Captain Marvel, correct? He had a machine, and when the machine malfunctioned, mm-hmm. she gains her powers. Correct. Right? Yes. That happens in the movie. Kinda. Yeah. No, it does happen. It didn't Cap- malfunction. Cap- Mar- she blew it up. Marvel she- has a machine, yeah. and when it explodes, malfunctions, she gets her powers. But it didn't malfunction. They- she blew it up. She they-, they, did- they did the machine powers. Oh my god. They did it. Yeah, but she didn't have... Okay, look. This is the thing, though. She gained super strength, and she gained flight. Those were the powers that she gained from the machine. Right. Yes. In this, in the movie, she gains all the powers of... Captain Marvel, which she did not get because she just had the super strength and vulnerability in flight, right? Okay. Cool. Later on in her story... It's a blood she, transfusion? Yeah. That's later like, on in the... Well, later on in the story, she gets... Uh, that's the only... Re- the blood transfusion is the only reason why she's able to use the um, Captain the quantum Marvel bands. bands. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, which later become Quasars. Yeah. No. I don't think they're... They're different kinds of bands because the quantum bands... Of Quasar are different. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're universal universe okay. things. But Captain Marvel also has bands, but they're different. They're like for Kree. Okay. They're for the Kree people. So she gets dead um, because of Rogue, actually. Right. Rogue. The X-Men, yeah. Kills her, like, takes her oh, powers. So, yeah. Takes That's everything. how Rogue has powers when she's not stealing other people's. Exactly. That's why she can still fly. Yeah. Vulnerability, super strength, that shit. Um, to become the Rogue we know and love. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the best rogue. Anyways, yeah, there's there's actually a moment I think in the, oh, is it in the current Avengers, where like Captain Marvel shows up and Rogue is there and she's pissed. Yeah, and she's like, seriously, you expect me to like work with her? And they're like, just chill out. Lots of things have changed. She's like, not for me. Yeah, she does not. <laughs> and like I was rogue like, I was all. like, nice, good yeah. writing. Yeah, it's she good. 
fucking hates her. Oh, she fucking killed her. Yeah, like, exactly. It's sort of a hard thing. It's like, a hard thing to get to over. Blue, yeah. I love you. But if you killed me, and then all of a sudden I was back, I'd be like, bro, you killed me. Like, just look at Brian. At a volleyball game, he says he accidentally hit me in the nuts with a ball. I still haven't forgiven him. In fact, <laughs> I bring up all the time him hitting me in the nuts with a volleyball. That's and I told him, it's, it's probably as long as he knows me, I'm going to hold that over his head. That's funny. And that's all he did. He only hit me in the nuts. Yeah. He didn't kill me. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. So there you go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh, she... Brian, you're a stupid nut puncher if you're listening. <laughs> But, uh, shout out to Brian. Yeah, shout out to Brian. Spelt wrong. Yep, spelt wrong. But he, uh, she, so she gets her powers after the blood can fuse, and then after Phyla gains the quantum bands and becomes Quasar, the normal Kree bands are gone, and she didn't know what happened to them. Well, they ended up passing to the next person who was in line, which of the bloodline of the Vels was her because she's got the blood of freaking Marvel inside of her body. Okay. Yeah. So it goes to her, and she's like, oh. Oh, oh. Well, now That's a lot two. of story to pack into a, a less than two hour movie. Okay, yes. That's why I said I did not have a problem with the, the Captain Marvel movie. The movie was amazing. They I mean, essentially... It was great. So, I've, I've talked to a couple people. Essentially, at the end of the movie, I am led to believe that she is basically a human Tesseract. Basically. Right? And That's the, what they made it seem. And the yeah. Tesseract is the Power Stone? <sighs> I don't know. So the Mind Stone is in Vision. That was in the staff. The the Reality Stone is the Ether from Thor, the Dark World. I think World. it was the Space Stone, the Tesseract. So the Tesseract is the Space Stone. I think so. And then the it was like Soul the Stone we know. And then uh, Time Stone is, is the Eye of Agamotto. Mm-hmm. And then the one from Guardians of the Galaxy that was That left. was a Power Stone, right? Power Stone, yeah. Or was that the Space Stone? Who knows? That was the Power Stone. Because the colors are so messed up. Was, I could have told you what... Because it was so powerful, it, it rips things apart. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But no, I, oh, I don't... I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I said, if yeah. the colors but were so, correct. Then anyway, you know. so essentially, she's a human tesseract. Yeah, she is, or a human Kree, if you want to believe in like the blood transfusion mm-hmm. of Jude Law. Yeah, we know you were a bad guy from the beginning of the movie. It's yeah. okay though, because yeah. that doesn't matter. Like, that wasn't what the movie notice, was about. Yeah. Um, but so, and it really bothers me. All these people talking about like. Oh, she's so OP. Brian talked about this. Mm-hmm. Brian spelled wrong. But nut puncher previously <laughs> mentioned, but about like how Thanos stands no chance. She's the power of one Infinity yeah, Stone, exactly. one. of which Thanos also has that power. Yes, plus five other Infinity Stones. Exactly. He's fine. He's, He's fine. fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's going to be okay. He's a-okay. Yeah. And then everybody, because the gauntlet looks all scorched at the end of Infinity mm-hmm. War, they think the gauntlet's not good anymore. That's not the way the gauntlet works. Yeah. It's, well, it's not, but who knows if they give him that crutch. It's not a one. No, that would be so lame. That's, it would be that's lame. A, that's, I agree. It's not a one-use item. Yeah. If it is, then somebody needs to make a better Infinity Gauntlet to hold all those stones, because it's not meant... But the only guy that could, they cut off his hands. Yeah, and the and the one that was fake in... Uh, in uh, Odin's thing mm-hmm. was was obliterated with yeah. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Exactly. Fuck! I said Ragnarok. I'm gonna have to go watch that movie again. <laughs> Do you realize every time I mention Thor Ragnarok that I have to go watch that movie? That's hilarious. Do you know how many times I have seen Thor Ragnarok? It. I think I've actually probably seen this movie now more than I've seen at least 
every single Star Wars film. Wow. Yes. It's a problem. It's a good movie. I love that movie. And Hella is hella hot. I love that movie entirely too much, but we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about Captain Marvel. Yes. Oh, and the mention when Maria Rambeau was mentioned, I was like, oh shit, that's Maria. That means they're going to mention Monica. Monica's got to be in the movie at some point. And And then she was. She was, and she was so cute. Yes. Oh, she she made my whole heart full, and I was happy. And I I actually, until you had mentioned it, I didn't think about, because this is whatever, 1995, Mm -hmm. 1997, that now if we're coming into like 2019 with like Avengers Endgame, that she's like she's an adult 20 now. years older yes yeah she's an adult so now. she's like 30 something yeah yeah that's gonna be crazy oh my goodness they could totally do like one of those heartbreaking scenes a la like steve and uh and uh, peggy carter because mm-hmm. maria rambo is now also 20 years older so exactly. she's like 50 and you yeah. can have any any person come in at that point. Yeah. And then have the little girl be there too. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. And to have her be with her full power set would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a there's a mention in the movie where she's like, I want to be like you. Yeah. And she's like, and I maybe someday you will be. Yes. And like it's yeah. it was such great foreshadowing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yes. It's really it was cool. So good. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I was really happy. Yeah, she's one of my favorite female heroines in in Marvel comics. Because Monica's amazing. I would I would like to see her sunlight powers helping Blade. (laughs) If you were listening earlier in the podcast, yeah, I think uh, I think that'd be really. I I mean, I want to see Captain Marvel too because I want the movie that shows me what goes on between like this movie and Endgame. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to see the movie to see what went down. I also like the fact that they showed the Kree for what they were. They're they're titanic douchebags. And I was really hoping to get like the actual Kree uh, world mind. Like the look of it with the tentacle chin and stuff like that. Uh, I wanted to see that too, but whatever. You can always fine. get that later. Yeah, you can get it later, exactly. You can always get that it's later. It's not a big problem. And uh, I, I did have a little bit of a problem with the Skrulls being such good guys uh-huh. in this. Like, they do have, you know, small refugees, and yeah, the scroll have not had a good life. Okay, that's fine. But, at the same time, let's not forget that the scrolls are fucking assholes, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they fuck with a lot of things. Secret invasion, anybody? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's totally room for the scrolls to be bad guys later. Of course. Like, there is. And then there, there actually is some, some really cool stuff to be said about setting them up as good guys and later on when the scrolls show up that are bad guys like people are going to be conflicted. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And like actually there there is something there uh, oh, this just totally has absolutely nothing to do but it's <laughs> when I was talking to Brian the other thing that I got mm-hmm. him really excited for because he really wants Nova Oh yeah. yeah. Richard Ryder. Yeah. Ugh. Now the the way that they were showing the Kree soldiers is what they should have done with the Nova Corps throughout the entire thing. And I'm really pissed off that they didn't that they made them like like space police. Well they sorta of are like even at the beginning of uh Annihilation with Richard Ryder, they're sorta of shown as like space police. Man. Well they are kinda like Green Lanterns. But at least the Green Lanterns were still showcased with their freaking powers. I'm just really, really freaking excited because, you know, a throwaway line from Infinity War that not a lot of people think about Mm -hmm. is uh, when Thor says that that Thanos has already destroyed 
Xandar yeah. to get the Power Stone. I'm like, yes, okay, I know it's not the Annihilation Wave, but destroying Xandar is how you get fucking Nova. Nova Prime, yeah. yeah. That's Nova how you get Prime. Him. And so uh, I'm like, that's super cool. That we can totally, sick. the Nova movie just starts off with like Thanos wrecking shop and Xandar and yeah. like all that stuff. I think that's really, really cool. And you want to so talk, awesome. talk about another character that's like has a lot of powers. And similar. if they could just, fingers crossed, bring in the Darkhawk, that'd be great too. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. probably won't, but you know, fingers crossed. Would love to see Darkhawk in something. But back to Captain Marvel. I think it was flirking awesome. It was great. Flirking awesome. <laughs> Flirkins. They're great. <laughs> I do like Chewie the Flirkin. I do. Yeah. Do, are you okay that it's Goose the Flirkin now? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that lovely poster that I think Corey created where every character from Endgame was Goose the Flirkin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know, Corey, if you created that. Shout out to you. Yeah. I should, I should remember. I should have kept track of the people we name dropped. No, yeah. Yeah. We should have. Oh, well, I know we name dropped Corey and Brian. Yeah. And Ryan. And Ryan. So, I don't yeah. know about other people. Anyways, <laughs> we can think about that after we stop recording. And the Phantom. Guess. And the Phantom Stranger. Yeah, the Phantom yeah. Stranger. Uh, we did. Um, what else? So, uh, you liked it. Do you like the 90s sensibility? Loved it. I loved it. The whole thing. We're both. The whole movie. We're both children of the yeah. 90s, though. Loved it. Loved the whole yeah. movie. I thought, I thought they did it thing. perfect. Yep. So you, how do you rank this in like the Marvel Pantheon? Oh, gosh. This moved up way high. Man. So my, my number one question is, how does it rank against Black Panther for you? <sighs> I hate to say it, but I liked it better. You liked it better than yeah, Black Panther? Because Black Panther, I loved Black Panther. It was so I thought cool. Black Panther was your number one. It was my number so one. So is Captain Marvel your number one MCU movie? I think it is. Of all the movies. Yeah, because it, it was just... I never had a moment where I was like, eh. You know what I mean? Okay. Because with Black Panther, I did. And yeah. every other movie, I've had like little things here and there. You know what I mean? Like My number two movie was always uh, Captain America, the, fir- the first one. right? Okay. First Avenger. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, and then Black Panther took over that spot because it was just so fucking powerful, right? Yeah. But this fucking Captain Marvel movie right here had inclusion. It had the great characters. You see, fucking Maria just showcased like I'm the better oh, pilot. Great, yeah. Fuck that alien bitch, and I was just like, yes. I yeah. Yes. I think. Uh, I think. Also, I, I guess I was going to mention when we were talking about the scrolls, but them using Talos, like Talos is sort of like a joke scroll he in the is. comics. Yeah. So, and I didn't know that much about him. I did some, I did some research mm-hmm. on him, but I think maybe like when the guys were writing and they decided that Talos was going to be like the leader scroll, yeah. they're like, we don't want to make Talos a bad guy. Like, see, he's had a hard enough time yeah, in the Marvel universe. He has. So like, to me, I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, let him be the one to scapegoat. And well, and honestly, none of them are super scrolls, and it's exactly. the super scrolls that do the scroll invasion. That's true. So yeah, I think uh, I think there is a story to be told in Captain Marvel two about her helping find the scroll of Homeworld, mm-hmm. and then when the super scrolls get involved, now you have an issue over yeah. the cool scrolls and the asshole scrolls. That makes sense. Yeah. So. And then I, I like that the Kree stayed the bad guys. You yeah. Know what I mean? Because they're never quote unquote good. And especially because like in all the movies, so the, the times that we've encountered Kree in the mm-hmm. MCU, 
is Ronan the Accuser. Yep. Who's completely wasted in the movie. I will 100% oh, yeah. say that. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, he's sort of wasted in the movie. But the movie's not about him, so who cares? Yeah. Um, and then the Kree have been in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Pretty extensively, especially in the very last season. Mm. So... And they're always bad guys. They're never good guys. Yeah. So I was like, like oh, I said, all of a not... sudden, are we going to have an MCU movie where the Kree are good guys? Yeah. The so, only yeah. good Krees that ever came out were the Captain Marvels. Yeah. You had Genus, Phyla, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the whole the whole point of Captain Marvel from the comics mm-hmm. is a Kree encountering a new species and rethinking worldview. Yeah. And then becoming a protector. Exactly. And literally the movie, Captain Marvel, is about a Kree named Veers <laughs> encountering a new species, rethinking her worldview, and becoming a protector. Yeah. Like, literally, it's the same story, yeah. just told in a different format. Exactly. Yeah. Which I had no problem with. And and I love, like, the the... Why don't you smile more? I just wanted her to punch that guy on the motorcycle. Right? Like, that's, that's like, one of my regrets. Yes. He should have just, like, freaking phaser blasted him or whatever. Phantom like, Stranger flipped off the freaking screen when he said that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like... Double. But then, like, you get the you get the great line, like, I don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, girl! Yeah. You owe him nothing! You nothing. a woman! Yeah. Woo! You a marvel! Yeah. And then the other one was uh, when that dude was... Hitting on her at the bar, and he's like, "Oh, you know why they call it a cockpit, right?" Yeah, she got real pissed at that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, it's there's a lot of empowerment, and and don't be fooled, friends. This movie is about refugees. Yep, and it is a poignant movie really at the is. current time in the world we live yep. about about refugees. Mm-hmm. It is important. And I, I thought, uh, I was talking to Lala, my roommate. She didn't really like uh, Brie Lars as Carol Danvers. Really? But I thought she was great. I thought she was great, too. She had that attitude that she needed, you know? Yeah, I thought she was great. Yeah. I, uh, man, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm still... So, okay, here you go. How do you feel about the flirkin' eye patch reveal? <laughs> that was hilarious. You love it? Yes. So why do you It's so dumb. That's it is why. dumb. And and then the reason why it worked so well for me was when Colson came in and was like, "Sir, is it true that they that they burned your eye out and you just wouldn't give them the information?" And he's like, I will neither deny nor confirm that information. Yeah, so I I, I do. That's why I'm okay with it because I find the value in sometimes legends are built up and the answer is much more mundane. I was talking to somebody though. I'm like, it really sort of bothers me that like Goose like did it. Yeah. Like, what was his motivation? And they were like, you're not a cat person, are you? And I was <laughs> like, well, I like cats, but I'm allergic to them. And like, I, I like breathing more than mm-hmm. I like cats. And they were just like, no, that's the point. Like a flirking, it's like a cat. Cats are never your friend. Yeah. Like even though you're like, oh, you're so cute. Like they will scratch you. Yep. And it just happens to be a flurkin, so it like yeah. scratches out his eye. Yeah. So and I was well, like, it's okay. because they have venom in the scratch or something like that, something like that. That's why he was. That's why Tellus was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I like the value in the. Now every time Sam Fury wants up, I want someone to be like, "Is it true you lost your head this way?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Colson wasn't in the movie that much, but I also think that had to do with uh, the CGI de aging. Just didn't look so great for him. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. They spent all of their money on making Sam Jackson's de-aging look amazing. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so they were like, oh, that looks a little waxy and unnatural. So we're not going to show them so yeah. much. So there may be some cutting room floor, like Colson stuff. Of course. Actually, I really loved that reveal when he's like in the car and Colson calls and he's like, uh, sir, I'm still at the Blockbuster video. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, it's a scroll in the yeah. car the whole time. This is great. This is great. Then he freaked out. I was like, ugh. I love the fight scenes. Yeah. The fight scenes were great. Between Jude Law and Brie Larson, it was What did you think of the way the scrolls looked? Oh, I loved I them. I loved it, too. Oh, my God. They looked great. I thought it was amazing. Like, yes, they have all these extra lines and shit, but it works. Like, it totally worked. And they made it look absolutely incredible. Loved it. They had the scraggly chin. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Which you also, Thanos has that chin. Yes. Which is, is it connected? No idea. <laughs> okay, I just like because of the thing is that Thanos himself is an anomaly from the other Eternals. Yeah, you've seen the other Eternals, right? They, look they all normal. look normal. Yeah. yeah, but he looks completely different, and it's because supposedly he's not only an Eternal, but he's also a mutant of the Eternals. Yeah, he's like he literally is if their race mutated, just like X Men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's which is why he's so ridiculously powerful. Yeah. He's, I think Thanos is a pretty amazing character. Yeah. Read Infinity Gauntlet. There really is a oh, lot yeah. of... He, lot there's of, a lot about him that yeah, is just like... A lot of really interesting yeah. stuff for him. I'm not going to say he's a good guy. No, he's a douche. But, he's uh, a complete douche. Yeah, there's a lot. And actually, uh, I was talking to someone at a comic store and said that the latest Thanos series that's been collected mm-hmm. is amazing. Like, really? Really, really good. Gosh, he's so great to write, you know? Yeah, yeah. He can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um... What else? What else do you have, uh, Captain Marvel style? I really like the scrolls. I thought Ben Mendelsohn was great yep. as Talos. Uh, I did think it was a little weird that he chose a human that was Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but he liked his bone structure. Yeah, he, he liked realized, the bone structure. yeah, he just so happened to be the guy in charge of Shield. Yeah, okay, it's All fine. Right, that's cool, whatever. But, but I mean, if you're if you're looking for a human to play Ben Mendelsohn for a good amount of time, it's Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It was good. I um, liked it. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I uh, I gave it an A minus B plus last episode when mm-hmm. I did the non spoiler. What do you okay. give it? A plus? Yeah. Because you're number one, huh? Yeah. A plus. Yep. Wow. Not no, even not just... A plus. A. A? Yeah. Okay. Got yeah, it was like A minus until B something plus. Gets, until something gets an A plus, then. A lot of people have said a, that it's like a mid tier Marvel movie. Yeah. A to A minus. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's no Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it is no Thor Ragnarok, which yeah. I'll probably be watching tonight as I fall asleep. I need to see it again. Yeah. How many times have you watched it? Once. Once. Yeah. Inconceivable. It's on <laughs> Netflix, Blue. I'll watch it again. Watch it tonight. I will. It's so I good. Wash, I gotta wash my clothes anyway. So Blue, it's so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness, too many times. It was really good. Too many times. I started noticing myself mouthing words. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And, like, literally, if somebody, like, is all excited for something, my instant go-to is, that's exactly what Doug used to say. Hello, <laughs> goodbye, new Doug. <laughs> uh, instead of famous last words, it's, yeah. that's exactly what Doug used to say. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piss off, ghost! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I guess uh, Taiko Waititi, his movie, uh, what, what We Do in the Shadows, the television show for mm-hmm. that, is, like, out. Nice. I guess, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I don't know what channel it's on either. I have so much television to watch. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I can't do more. My oh. goodness. I'm like honestly debating if maybe that segment of the of the cast is just gone. 
and like I, I could talk about it if I want to, but I'm not beholden to it. Just I don't say know why don't why don't you just put it on hiatus? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like maybe uh I don't know maybe, after grad school. Yeah, yeah. Like this this summer it'll be fine, mm-hmm. but it's just tough. Yeah, because I don't even like get a chance to like watch everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like crazy. I might have to become the guy that when it comes up on the Disney Plus or or uh, Netflix or whatever, mm-hmm. then I catch up with like a show. Yeah, yeah. Just my life. Ugh. It's not a lot, but it's my life. But it's yours. Yeah. You have other stuff to talk about, Cat Marvel? Mm, I, I'm really... That third act's great. Yeah. The music is great. Yep. They use it really, really well. Uh, I like the way they do like her backstory stuff. The empowerment stuff, it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice build-up, feel-good movie. Yeah, I like how they unravel her human past. Yeah. Uh, Annette Benning, wow, big mm-hmm. surprise, hidden from all of us. Yep. Uh, I don't I don't dislike her being Marvel. No. Why not? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. And we're get to gonna get to see her. Come I did back. come home. I did come home though, and I was like, "Dude, I just watched uh, to John because I had told him everything about the Captain Marvel comics, right?" And uh, he went and watched the movie, and he was like, "Um, you remember how you told me everything about the comics?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "None of that happened." <laughs> but I think you should watch the movie anyway because it's really good. Yeah. And then I came home and I said, "You were right. None of that happened." But it was a really good movie. Yeah, anyway. it was good. I mean, higher for the faster, baby. Yep. Yeah, it was good. I uh, I don't know where it ranks on my list. I haven't even even tried to put it there. I was just curious. I think you need to. I think you need to rewatch it. Yeah, I want to watch it one more time. Yeah, yeah I want to watch it one more time, and then uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think I need to rewatch Captain America the first the first movie. Oh, okay, the first Avenger. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, uh, I think that's going to wrap up this podcast. I didn't I realize so we were going to talk so much about Captain Marvel. Yeah. We almost did a two-hour episode, me and you. Oh, wow. You and me, <laughs> both of us together. Hey, Danny, Blue can talk a lot, too. Yeah. That makes me the common denominator in the, <laughs> in the mouthiness. Yeah. It does. Aw, mouthiness. Oops. Should that be the title of it? Check out the mouth on this one. Yeah. There's the title <laughs> Is that right the title? there. Yes. Check out the mouth on this one. Or check out the marvelous mouth on this one. No, just the mouth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, friends. We already did all the sign-out stuff. So yep. if you're still with us, thanks for listening for the longer uh, extra 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And uh, that's what we think about Captain Marvel. Yep. It's good. Loved it. It's good. Check Watch it out. It. Yeah. We really liked it. He liked it better than Black Panther. That says something. Yeah, that Because you've awesome. heard this sucker yeah. like, praise the Black Panther. I love the, the Black Panther. <laughs> oh my god. He likes Captain Marvel more. <laughs> yeah. I did. I don't know. They're different movies. But yeah. They are very different movies, but I liked, I, I enjoyed it more. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So Blue is now higher for the faster, baby. Mm-hmm. Wakanda for never. <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever. Thank you very much. Just make sure you cross right over left. I learned yeah. that. If you do it the other way, it's way too white. Don't yeah. do it that way. Don't do it yeah. that way. That, that means you're an X-Man yeah, or something. Exactly. Right over left. Yeah, right over left, friends. Yep. Yeah. Entire okay. shoes that way, too. Exactly. Hire for the faster, baby. <laughs> All right. Anything else? You got anything else? Uh, Party on, dudes. Stay in school, kids. Yep.